Lucille Ball. We think we know her, don't we? We've seen I Love Lucy for the last 50 years plus. We know Lucy, we know Desi, we know their children. But there's a lot we don't know yet. So let's learn it together. On this podcast, we're going to learn about Lucille Ball. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. We are back with I Love Lucy 2. Today, satin sheets to stone pillow. Mm. And I understand that the movie, Being the Ricardos, has been fully cast. And J.K. Simmons will be playing the part of Fred Mertz after all. And I think that is a good call. I love J.K. Simmons on The Closer. He was great in Whiplash. And I think his personality will make a great Fred Mertz. And I'm looking forward to seeing that. And hopefully we won't have to wait much longer for the movie. They're all ready now that the cast is full. They're going to start this project up and running, and I'm excited to see it. Actually, up and running again, because initially the movie was called Lucy and Desi, I think, and Kate Blanchett was going to play the part of Lucy. And for some reason, after two years, uh, it was called to a halt. And there's some information on Kate's IMDB page regarding why it was called to a halt, but nonetheless it was called off, and Kate is off doing other things. And the movie is now being called Being the Ricardos. And as we all know, Nicole Kidman will be playing the part of Lucy Ricardo. Now that's a big role with a lot of layers, especially, especially if they're going to include the early years and what it took to become the household name Lucy Ricardo. Because let's not forget, Lucille Ball was a very determined person. She was determined to act since she was a teenager. Actually, she convinced her mother at age 15 to let her go to New York and study drama. You know, that's young. But after getting there, she was so lonely and miserable being away from her family at such a young age. And, you know, even her grandpa knew that she was destined to be an actress. He used to call her sassy and bold. And he knew that sassy and bold would pay off for her one day. And yes, it did. <laughs> but success was not instant. It was not instant for Lucy. She did all she could to reach her dreams. And her mother, Dee was her main supporter financing Lucy's dreams any way that she could, you know, from paying for drama school lessons to sending her daughter to live with relatives to be closer to the schools in Manhattan. And Lucy didn't just sit around waiting for luck to fall in her lap. She pursued every opportunity, every audition, and at age 15, Dee Dee enrolled her in the Robert Minton John Murray Anderson School of Drama for the cost of $1,690 for a five-month course. $1,690 in that time was a lot of money. It's a lot of money now, but it's a five-month course. In that five-month course, she was to learn playwriting, scenic and costume design, drama lessons, musical comedy, and motion picture acting, all in five months. 
that's like five courses in five months. That's one course per month. And I'm not sure how much you can learn in 30 days, especially something as serious as <clears throat> playwriting and motion picture acting and musical comedy. <laughs> wow. But Lucy thought these would be the perfect teachers for her because they had successful productions before. They had the play Greenwich Village Follies and um, the play Who Gets Slapped. And they were very successful plays. So Lucy thought these guys would be great teachers for her career. And Lucy gave it her best efforts, knowing that the sacrifice her family had made to send her to this prestigious school. And while the other students were reciting Shakespeare uh, and things of that nature for their auditions, our Lucy decided to do a little vaudeville. <laughs> she laughed, she giggled, and she wiggled with dance and song. But unfortunately, the teachers were not impressed with young Miss Ball. But they still tried to find a niche for her talent. She was a paying student, so we've got to find something she can do. But their main focus was what they considered to be their star pupil. So most of their efforts and resources were spent on their star pupil and not so much on Lucy. <clears throat> now that star pupil was Miss Betty Davis. You see, the 18-year-old Betty Davis, who was attending the same school at the same time as our 15-year-old Lucy, was the pupil who got all the attention of the teachers and left little for Lucy. So at the end of the first semester, the whole five months later, the teachers informed Lucy that she would never, ever make it in show business under any circumstances, and she should just return home and not waste any more of her time or her family's money. That must have hit really, really hard, especially for a 15-year-old, um, which made Lucy very depressed for, you know, for a while anyway. She did decide to return home and finish high school and. She was glad she did make that decision. It was the best thing for her at the time, especially at 15. But even though the instructors didn't think Lucy had what it took to make it in show business, Lucy was not going to give up. Lucky for us, right? She continued to go to auditions, and she continued to get cast in small dance course productions, uh, but nothing ever lasted very long for Lucy. She would find herself out of a job in only a few weeks. She worked for Zigfield's Rio Rita for a few weeks. But eventually things got a little better for Lucy. You know, the parts were getting bigger. The lines were getting longer. She even had a chance to work with Ginger Rogers, Fred Astaire, and Betty Grable on that movie, Follow That Fleet. Remember that movie? Great movie. Great dance scenes. And not a very big part did she have, but opportunity to work with some of the best in show business. They were big names. <clears throat> and there was no way she was about to stop after that. So she was trying anything to get her luck to change. She even changed her name for a while. Can you imagine Lucy not being Lucy? But anyway, she changed her name temporarily to Diane Belmont. And she told people she was from Butte because she thought it sounded more exciting to be called Diane Belmont from Butte instead of Lucille Ball. 
from Joycey. <laughs> but anyway, it was a very temporary change. And after that experiment, Lucy was happy to be Lucy again. <laughs> she was getting more parts. She was off to a good start. She made uh, <clears throat> feature films for uh, Columbia and RKO, you know, the short feature films that usually ran about 20 minutes, uh, but they were usually very good. And Lucy was actually in a few of them in 1934. Uh, she did two. She did one called Perfectly Dismated, Mismated. Uh, she did one called The Three Little Pigskins in 1934. In 1935, she did two more. His Old Flame, and one called A Night at the Biltmore Bowl. That's a racetrack movie, really funny. Uh, in 1936, she did four, actually. Dummy Ache, <laughs> So and So, spelled S-E-W, and Swing It In. I haven't seen that one yet. And One Live Ghost, also, also in 1936. So she had four, she did in 36, and these were usually comedies. You know, kind of comedy, short film comedies. And, of course, we know Lucy fits right in with comedies. She was very, very funny and also stunning. Don't forget, even though Lucille Ball was known for her comedy, she was a very beautiful, stunning young woman. Uh, did you notice the movie Roman Scandal she did in 1933 where she wore this knee-length platinum blonde wig beautiful curly wig all the way down to her knees and a flesh tone bodysuit now everyone can't pull that off but I promise you watch Roman Scandals Lucy pulled it off <laughs> and you know over the next 10 years she went on to make 58 films in 10 years that's a lot of work and she had gained the attention of the head office by then, and they saw her potential. And she also had the radio career going on at the same time. Very busy, very busy woman. <clears throat> she played in the best radio show of all times, My Favorite Husband, in 1948. She played the role of Liz Cooper in My Favorite Husband radio show. Not very unsimilar to I Love Lucy, but yes, the best radio show, uh, My Favorite Husband. Also, they brought Gail Gordon onto the cast of My Favorite Husband in 1949. You know, Gail Gordon played Mr. Mooney in The Lucy Show and played Harrison Carter, her boss and brother-in-law, the kid's Uncle Harry, on Here's Lucy. And also, she brought him along for I Love Lucy. He was Ricky's boss. He always someone's boss, Lucy's boss. And I love Lucy. He's Ricky's boss when, you know, the episode Ricky gets fired and <clears throat> the episode with Lucy's schedule. That's all him. That's all Gil Gordon. So they've been together for a long time, working on quite a few projects together. Um, and then RKO actually started to using, started using their radio actors as film actors. Uh, like Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, and of course Lucille Ball. And Lucy was one of those stars that loved the screen and looked great on it. You know, from the 20-minute feature films to the best comedy ever, I Love Lucy, and so very many movies. You know, so very many movies, like the long, long trailer was on last week. I love that movie. I don't care how many times it comes on, I watch it. 
uh, Lucy and Desi play off each other just perfectly. It's very, especially when he backs that trailer up into her aunt's driveway and knocks down the hole. Oh my God. I know it's terrible, but I just can't stop laughing. <laughs> but anyway, it was very similar to a movie Lucy played in called Go Chase Yourself. This one wasn't with Desi, though. Uh, it's called Go Chase Yourself, and it's this time a husband purchases the trailer and has this great surprise for his wife when he gets home. And what they, what do they deliver but a trailer? <clears throat> and that, what she thinks is a wonderful surprise, infuriates his wife, played by Lucille Ball, because this wonderful trailer you just purchased, dear husband, we don't have a car. So why would you buy a trailer if we don't have a car? His great idea is now not such a good idea. Uh, and so Lucy's wife banishes him to sleep in his wonderful trailer that you thought so much to spend our money on. And, of course, what happens in this satire? The trailer gets stolen by a bunch of crooks. and He's inside. <laughs> now, you know, Great movie, funny movie, uh, starring Lucille Ball and Wilbur Mealy. And they really played well together. Uh, they play off each other very well in this movie. Watch the movie if you haven't seen it. If you have seen it, go and watch it again. <laughs> and uh, the Lucy show where Lucy and Viv, Viv build a rumpus room also reminded me of the episode of I Love Lucy where Lucy and Ethel uh, remodeled the bedroom. Remember that one with the wallpaper that just made you dizzy? The episode with the rumpus room is a catastrophe just as much as the remake of the bedroom. So it looks like Lucy and Viv are great at catastrophes <laughs> together, but they sure make them funny. Uh, and uh, when Lucy and Ethel were walking up that little road on their way to Hollywood, remember that driveway they were walking up? They thought they were going to Richard Whitmark's house. That was actually the home, the real-life home, of Lucy Ball and Desi Arnaz that they show in that clip. That's their home on Roxbury in Lexington in Beverly Hills, California. So a beautiful home, beautiful home. I thought it was a beautiful home, and nice of her to let us get a glimpse of it. <laughs> but Lucy made a lot of movies around that time, and at, uh, she was still being referred to as the queen of B-movies, even though she had proven herself so many times before to be an A. I don't think that Lucy let that bother her, that they referred to her as the queen of B-movies. Of B there was a time that she was actually told she wouldn't be successful at all in show business. Remember that? And Lucy always made sure, because that was told to her, she always made sure to support her children's passions. And whatever their passions were, Lucy made sure that mom was right there to support them. She didn't give them that spiel about what you'll never be. You support your children. You make them feel strong. And if Lucille Ball was the queen of B-movies, so what? She was starring in the number one comedy on television, I Love Lucy. And thanks to Desi Arnaz and Desi, Lou inventing that three-camera setup changed the way pictures were filmed for years to come. So I think she did pretty well. I still think she did pretty well. And all that hard work and all the auditions and rejections have become an empire. And she deserved every bit of it. She gave us the gift of comedy that we still get to enjoy today. 
And as hardworking as she was, she still didn't like being referred to as a workaholic. She didn't like the term workaholic. She thought it was a term for people who'd spend every day, all day, working on nothing but jobs and nothing for family. But actually, Lucy, after the children were born, she took three-day weekends every week and long vacations every year, every summer, to spend with her family. So workaholics don't take three-day weekends every week and long vacations. So she really didn't like that. She had built a beautiful career. She was a beautiful woman with a beautiful family, gave us a lot. We had belly laughs that we'll never forget because of Lucille's determination and the character that she created and that her and Desi created, Lucille McGillicuddy, Lucy Ricardo. Her hard work afforded her a life of beautiful homes and caviar and silk sheets, from silk sheets to stone pillow. Stone Pillow, one of the best movies she ever made, and one of my personal favorites. If it has been a while since you have seen Stone Pillow, starring Lucille Ball, go and watch it again. It is by far one of her best dramatic performances ever, 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 ever. The thought of Lucille Ball playing a bag lady sleeping on concrete, that stone pillow, is something that you have to see how well she did in this role. And how does Lucille Ball even study and prepare for a role as a bag lady? I mean, her life is so polar opposite. So, Lucy not going to cheat her audience, what does she say? Never teach your audience. So, to prepare for the part, Lucy dressed in the actual clothes and makeup that she would wear in the role of Florabelle so that she could freely watch the people who did live on the streets and freely see their challenges every day, what they had to contend with, how they lived, where they lived, what their resources actually were, how they were treated. And to see that as Lucille Ball would be impossible. But once she dressed in those clothes and that makeup, Lucille was able to walk around downtown with no one recognizing her. She said not one person recognized her. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Are you imagining right now how many people you've almost seen? How many people have you seen but not seen? This isn't an unusual thing, especially since it worked so well. It worked very well for Lucy. Uh, it kind of made it easy for her to spend as much time as she wanted because no one recognized her. She was able to maneuver more freely. And in the movie Stone, uh, Stone Pillow, Lucy plays Florabelle. And actually, Lucy named the character Florabelle after her own grandmother, 
Floribelle Hunt. And even though the movie is classified as a drama, I have to say there is quite a bit of comedy in there as well. I guess it's to be expected, though, after all, ladies and gentlemen, it is Lucy. <laughs> but the movie shows a side of people that Lucille Ball thought was being ignored. She said when it came to the homeless, people act as if they're invisible. They ignore them as long as it doesn't affect them personally. That's why she wanted to do this movie. She wanted to show how people who live on the street had to survive. And the fact that the there weren't enough resources available for them. And Stone Pillow highlights what it was really like when you're out on your own. When you really have a stone pillow. When the concrete is your pillow. And even though this woman who had satin sheets and silk sheets at home took the time to lay her head on a stone pillow so that she could highlight what other people go through every day. And I thought she did a phenomenal job. I thought the movie was phenomenal. I thought her acting was phenomenal. Am I biased? Yes. But am I actual? Yes. It's a great movie. It has everything a movie needs. Everything a great movie needs. It has dialogue. It has plot. It has comedy. And it has a great great ending but I'm not going to spoil the ending just in case you forgot it so go back and watch it again and you tell me wasn't that a great ending so who was it that said Lucille Ball would never be a success in show business well I think she more than proved them wrong her daughter Lucy Arnaz spoke about something her mother always told her even as a child. But as a child, she didn't really understand it. But she says, as an adult, it has become very clear. Lucy said her mother would always tell her, take care of Lucy. Take care of yourself. Take care of Lucy. In work, family, health, in every aspect. Take care of yourself. Mind the company you keep and avoid bad energy and never cheat your audience. Never cheat your audience? I guess even mom knew that her daughter would eventually end up in front of an audience, and yes, she did. Um, because if you don't take care of you, you won't be much good to the people around you. And Lucy did exactly that. She never cheated her audience. She always gave perfection in whichever part she played. From Roman Scandal to Stone Pillow, Lucille Ball always gave her best, and we are still enjoying all those efforts today. From I Love Lucy to all those wonderful movies, we're still enjoying the fruits of her efforts today. Thank you, Lucy, for not giving up. Thank you for not letting someone else determine your destiny. They actually told Michael Jordan he would never be good at basketball. And I think we know how that turned out. So if we learn anything from Lucy, let that one thing be. Never give up your dream because someone else doesn't see it. Keep dreaming. Keep laughing. Keep smiling. And share that smile with someone 
today. Okay, until next time, I love Lucy too. <laughs>